following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. What's going on, everybody? I'm the Nightmare. And I'm Rotten Jack. And this This is Common Common Debauchery. Common Debauchery may contain mature subject matter and is intended for adult audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Common Debauchery. I am the Nightmare. Joining me once again today is Rotten Jack. Rotten Jack, what is up, big shooter? It is too hot outside. It is too damn hot outside, which is actually kind of why we picked up the discussion that we're picking up today. Yes. Vacations. Yeah. Destinations. Travel places. Things you want to go and see and do that you have yet to do. Now, this is interesting for me. I assume it's interesting for you. Uh, You were a military boy. I really didn't go many places, though. Okay, so that answers that. For me, my family used to start. We used to take a two-week vacation every summer, and we would drive. No matter where we went, we would drive, right? So uh, we we had a, a, a tag-along trailer for a while. Then we had a fifth-wheel trailer, and we would just hook it up and go. Uh, no ifs, ands, or buts. It was just load it up and take off. See ya. And yeah, so I've seen a lot of this country. Uh, 38 states to, to my knowledge, if I've counted correctly. And most of those were seen before I'd ever been in a plane. Yeah. Fun fact, your boy don't like flying. Really? True story. I hate it. Bad experience on a plane or I, just... I'm just, I have said to many a people that I have flown with, which is a short list. I've been on quite a few planes, uh, recently from trips to Florida for spring training to, um, just all kinds of other like a couple conferences out of town I've gone to that like the first one or two I went to I drove and I actually beat the plane there that the other guys were on which was Jesus funny Christ. but they went from uh our hometown to New Jersey via Ohio or something like yeah flights are weird sometimes so like they went away to come back over into and they flew into Philly and then had to get in a car and drive an hour and a half so like it was like a 6 hour drive time for me it was a total of like a nine-hour flight for them, even though they were only in the air for about two. Right. So it was it was it was the weirdest thing. I'm just like, that seems like a waste of time. But you don't have anything to worry about. Like, as long as you get on the plane on time, you're good. Right. So, but where, where like me, I was focused up and driving, and then I had to drive home with a little bit of a hangover from that weekend. But and that's no fun. Driving home is always the worst part. Yeah. Like driving there sucks because you want to get there. Driving home, you're just like. I'm exhausted. I just I don't want to be the one driving. Right. And when you drove alone, you have to be the one driving. It's no fun. Unless you now have a Tesla. <laughs> right. Autopilot. I was told cars would fly by now, which I'm I'm okay with. I don't I don't like flying. Listen, like six years ago was the day that Marty McFly went to the future. Like, where the fuck's my hoverboard? All I know is. If I if something my size was meant to fly, I'd have been given wings or a rocket up my ass. Yeah, and like and that's just all there is to it. Fun fact: I was actually in uh, Universal Studios uh, on October fifteenth, which is the day, like October fifteenth, twenty fifteen, the day that Marty McFly goes to the future. Oh, really? Like, I was I was at Universal that day, and all of a sudden, like I like I'm a huge fan of those movies. Right. I see people walking around with like. They're, they're hoverboards and stuff that, like, the, the remake ones that aren't actually hoverboards. That don't actually hover. But, like, everyone's walking around in those and, like, the the the, the jackets and, like, the, like Dude, the, they, they the, the oil spill hats and stuff like that. They like, should have found a way 
I'm just like, why, why, what, what is going on? Why is everybody wearing like Back to the Future stuff? And then like it dawned on me. I was like, wait a minute. What's today's date? (laughs) Universal should have found a way to like stage that, like to pretend that it actually happened. Like, like get two actors that look enough like it or whatever, like throw down a lightning storm, have like use some, like, I don't care like what kind of prop magic you have to do. But all of a sudden, just have a DeLorean that looks like the time machine just pop out with flaming tires and stuff and just be like, have have the two of them get out and just like look around and go like running off somewhere. And then like, right. like, like that would have been great. Yeah, it would have been awesome. But, but yeah, that was that was pretty cool to be there that specific day. Yeah. And, like didn't even plan it or anything like that. Well, so uh, time travel is not one we can do currently to our knowledge. Um. Despite the fact that I do enjoy the TikToks that are like, people don't believe me that I'm a time traveler. Take note of these dates. And they're like, on this day, uh, a, a, a hurricane will strike landfall in this area and it'll redefine uh, strength of hurricanes, be the first ever, like the first hurricane that's ever considered a category six. And like, on this date, this will happen. On this date, like, uh, uh, like a, a, a gorilla will learn to speak uh, human language because of a mutation to its voice box or something. Right. Like, and like, but like we're not here to talk about tra- time travel. That's a whole other episode. Where we can fuck with the timeline in our own way. Yes, we are talking about legitimate travel. Yes, numero uno, the one place that you would never go. Let's start there. Where where? Let's cross one off the list. Where wouldn't you go? New York City. I wouldn't go back to New York City. See, so I hate New York City. I've I've driven through. Like cut the corner of, on again on that same trip to New Jersey, ironically. Right. But uh, I have never been to New York City. I've been on Long Island, which some people consider New York City. It's not, but it's not. It's Long Island. Yeah. Um. So I have no interest in ever going, and I, like I've been there three times. Three times I've been to New York City, and every time I've gone, I'm just like, ah. Like, the city is disgusting. It smells like rotting garbage and piss. Well, I mean, that's because it's downwind of New Jersey. Well, no, it's literally... they literally, Come on, man, that's... The, well, or, yeah, I mean, I New have Jersey's to, disgusting, too. Listen, but, I have to keep the people that listen to us in New York City happy that they don't smell, even though the city itself smells Yeah, sometimes, from what I've told. Uh, Again, I don't know. I haven't been there, so... I, I just... I, 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 I just, closed my windows when I drove through, though. I found, I found, I found the city disgusting, and, like, if I never go back... I'm completely okay with that. To me, it's just there's so many people like there's so just there's just so much. And I've heard great things about the shopping and the food. I also don't need to pay 26 bucks for a beer. I don't need to, right. like, if I'm going to do that, I'm going to be at a pro sporting event. Um, if I, I don't need to be worried about being trampled if I trip on the sidewalk because there's so many people that don't care because you're just in the way at that point. Right. You're just going to get trampled on. Uh, I, I just I don't need it. Um, I'm kind of the same way with Vegas. And I know there's a lot of cool stuff to do in Vegas. But like the main reason you go to Vegas is the whole gambling thing. Right. And I I'm, can just I'm I can not take a gambler. leave it. Yeah, I'm not a gambler either. I would much rather. And I, I told this to a buddy of mine earlier today because um, we were talking about the fact that over the weekend, a friend of ours after his we- after our after our buddy's wedding, another party, another friend went to the casino until 5 a.m. And I'm just like, woof. No, thank right. you. Um, I'm not, a, I'm not a gambler. I would rather sit around like playing a $20 buy-in game of poker right. with my buddies, like have a couple cigars, 
a beer or two and talk. Right. Um, if I'm going to blow that kind of money, I at least want to wake up the next morning and feel something aside from like, oh, my God, I can't believe I lost that much money. Like, yeah. And that's all. I, like, I've been to a few casinos. I, I have gone. Um, I've I, gone I to just, the ones up in like uh, the falls on both sides of the border. And, you know, I'll walk in. I'll go to a slot machine and I'll put like 20 bucks in it. And if I win, I win. If not, usually I'm bored after five minutes anyways. <laughs> the only thing I've done at a casino, aside from playing slot machines, because uh, a former relationship of mine, we she used to go to the casino all the time. And I just it, it wasn't for me, but I would go to spend time with her. And all we would do is play spot slots. And I never sat at a table. And that's solely because the only time I have, I got yelled at. <laughs> so. I went up to uh, Casino Niagara on the Niagara Falls side of the of the big ditch with uh, my buddy Earn. It's it's both Niagara Falls on both sides. You talking about the Canadian side? No, one's the Seneca Niagara Casino. That's on the U.S. side. Casino Niagara is in Niagara oh, Falls, okay. Ontario. Right. Yeah, so I went yeah. to Casino Niagara with my buddy Earn. Yeah, well, you said for Casino Niagara on the Niagara Falls side of the ditch, and I'm like, They're, but the it's sorry, Falls. the Niagara Falls, Ontario side of the ditch. God, like you've never. Ugh. Anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, so we went up there and we sat down because at the time we had a huge kick of like people who played Texas Hold'em poker oh, at, God, at, at that our was college, like, like two thousand, like two thousand six to yep. two thousand ten. It yes. was just like just everyone, everyone was playing played Hold'em. Hold'em. Everyone was playing Hold'em, and we used to do it all the time in the dorms. You know, twenty twenty forty dollar buy ins, whatever. So, but he like Earn loved it, and he was one of those dudes who wanted to play at the casino. Like, and he used to go up fairly regularly, you know, because you could go to the casinos at 19 mm-hmm. because, you know, you can go to a casino if you can drink. And that's usually how that works. So uh, even though and he, he wasn't a drinker, he would just go and play poker. So the one day we sat down and like I never went. I didn't know what I was doing. I had my, you know, my small stack of chips and I watched this dude place a bet. And I'm like, I have him beat. And so like I called the initial bet. He raised and then I raised on top of it and then he pushed his chips in and then picked up money off of a stack next to his chips and threw that in as well. And the guy was like, okay, it's 250 to call. Well, I only had like 150 in chips, but I had money in my pocket. I go, oh, okay, well, hold on. And everyone was like, whoa, what are you doing? I was like, what? Like I was going to throw, I was going to match it. I was going to throw money in. Like he goes, no, you can't bet if it's not on the table. I'm like, I didn't know you could bet not chips. <laughs> this, right this, this dude just slid a stack of 20s in there and raised it to a certain well, amount what, like, what does what? it matter if it's already sitting on the table or if you pull be, it out of your pocket be, be, and i found this out afterwards apparently it has something to do with the fact that if it's not on the table you can't bet it because it can't be seen so like you could think you're bullying me oh okay. and then i pull out a wad of 100s out of my pocket and like just buy the pot off you sure so i didn't know that gotcha Again, I didn't know you could just throw like green dollar bills yeah, in there either. That either. So I uh, I got scolded for that and I've been scarred ever since and I've never gone back to a table. Like were they like assholes about it or were they just like uh, bro like you, you my, can't my, do that? My buddy was cool. Uh, one of the dude at the table was cool. The guy who placed the bet and two other people were like, I hate when these new guys come and they play and like, they don't know what they're doing. I'm like, how am I supposed to know what I'm doing if I don't get to play because I'm new? Like, and again, I've never sat at a poker table ever again. Yeah. So Vegas is off the table for me. Um, Again, I've heard it. I've heard it's fun. I've heard there's other things to do. Well, I'm, not like a, said, I'm not a. I'm not a big sightseer. Like, I, like I'm not a big like. 
I'm going to walk the strip of the city just to see the buildings. I don't care about the right. buildings. I mean, me and you have that opportunity through my contact to potentially go out to Vegas in uh, like January. Right. Uh, but that's going for a specific event. Right. That and we're like, going to spend most of I our would, time there. And I would go to like a convention if it was right. in Vegas. I would right. go like I would go to an event. Like the but only, I wouldn't go to the, Vegas as the event. No. Like, yeah, we might walk through the casinos to, to check them out just to see them and while we're there. I've, and, I've heard there's really you know, cool themed bars and yeah, stuff like you know, that. Go to the like, bars, get some dinner out there. Yeah. But, like, I wouldn't go to Vegas to go to Vegas to gamble. Right. Like, I had a buddy of mine who said, oh, like, when you get married, we should do Vegas. And I was uh, like, no. Why? Like, so you guys can piss away money? Like, if we're going to Vegas, I'm not bringing money. You 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 guys are paying for it. I ain't doing it, like because I that, that's not what I want to do. No. I don't like. I have no interest. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So where is conversely, where is the number one place you would love to go? Let's go. Let's go in the U.S. first. Okay. Uh, that helps. Um. I'd love to go to Colorado. I can tell you, I have been to both Colorado and Wyoming. They are gorgeous, as is Montana. Yeah, I would love to go to like just like Denver and just walk around. And I've heard Denver is interesting. Now, uh, Alley Cat's uh, uncle lives in Denver, and he was telling us like the pr- the cost of living up there is insane. Like, you know, a house that would sell for one hundred and fifty thousand around here is going for four fifty around there. Yeah, like it's just nuts. Um, our old two bedroom apartment that we were like we're like nine seventy five a month is like four grand around there. Like, just he came to our old apartment like two living spaces ago and was like, "This is really nice." Like, what does it cost? We're like, "Oh, like nine seventy five plus utilities." He's like, "That's it." I'm like, what do you mean that's it? He goes, "This apartment in around where I live would be like thirty five hundred a month." Thirty five hundred a month. I have a, a client of mine that uh, lived in Colorado for a while. Was coming to me for a while when he moved back here, and then uh, he his girlfriend still lived back in Colorado. So he he recently, like about a year ago, moved back out there. Gotcha. We used to talk about Colorado all the time, and it, it used to make me laugh because he's like, "Yeah, when they legalized the marijuana there, what was it like six seven years ago now? Yeah, um, they took all that tax money." And basically redid every road in the entire state. You know what they like named it? They called it the quote highway, highway project. Yeah. Listen, and I like I support that. Uh, I support the fact that like, I mean, we live in the highest tax state in the world, and our roads blow. Yeah. Like, uh, if you can find ways for tax dollars to go back into the community and make things better, I'm in. I don't have faith that that would be a thing, but that's a political discussion, and we don't do that here. Uh, I would tell you my dream thing to do for me for right now would be to go on a moose or an elk hunt in Alaska with my old man. Oh, dude, that would be so much That would fun. be the dream. I we, would, like, Alaska is probably, like, my number two on the list. We, we've we talked about it in the past that, like, we're going to do one big vacation but it's going to be a split vacation, so my mom and my sister are going to go to Hawaii, and me and my dad are going to go to Alaska. Like every once in a while, I'll see uh, like posts from the uh, Alaska, Alaska State, State troopers. troopers on Facebook, and I'm just like, "Yeah, make 65k in the academy because you might die, but you know you'll make good money in the meantime." I'm just like, <laughs> that would actually be kind of fun to like, like it would be like 
before I met you, honestly, I could pick up and leave and Oh, am I be the reason gone. you're staying in Western New York? But like that's how, adorable. How are we gonna run the podcast if I'm in fucking Alaska? Zoom. Well, yeah, and but like, like it's gonna be like an eight hour time difference. <laughs> Zoom and time delays. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I enjoy that you're consistently the one that I do this in person with, so Right. Um But yeah, I would I would love to go to Alaska too. Like it's beautiful. I would like to go on Alaska. I would more rather go on an Alaskan cruise than a Caribbean cruise. Yes. I would agree with that. Um <clears throat> So I have yet to be to Arizona. That would probably be my number two. Uh, and listen, I loved Montana. I loved the Dakotas. I loved Colorado, Wyoming. Uh, one of the coolest things that we saw out there was we went to the Cheyenne, Wyoming Frontier Days, where oh, nice. the entire like township, village, city, whatever you want to call Cheyenne, basically dials back to the frontier days of the Old West. And like people walk around in costume all day. Dude, that's super um, cool. The indigenous people of the area, like, trad- like legitimate tradition, like they build uh, teepees, they traditional war paint, headdresses, like dances, that drum playing. Dude, it was see. so cool. And in the middle of it is the the daddy of them all, Cheyenne uh, Rodeo. It okay, is, it is the it like so the the Vegas Rodeo is considered the World Championships. That's the granddaddy of them all. The one in Cheyenne is the U.S. qualifier for that, which is called the Daddy of them all. And okay. So like the whole week, the whole time is going on. Like there's just time trials and like just events all day. That like any given time you go to this like gigantic arena, and there's just rodeo events going on. Nice. And then you're like, oh, that's one of the most famous bull riders of this generation. Right. I, I know half of our listeners. If anybody that listens to this, if my voice graces your ears, other than my parents and my sister, who I do, my parents do listen to every episode. If you know who Lane Frost was, they made a movie about him called, I believe it was called Eight Seconds. Okay. The Lane Frost story. Like, we learned about him in Cheyenne, Wyoming during the Cheyenne Frontier Days. Like, it's such a cool experience. It's like walking back in time. Because, like, all over the West, you can see, like, ghost towns and old mining towns that are abandoned. And, like, a lot of them are tourist traps. And a lot of them, like... This is literally a town that just buys into going old school for a few weeks, and it's really, really cool. Nice. That'd be. I'd definitely like to go out and see that at some point. Yeah, like all that stuff was really cool. I would like to go see like out in Arizona, like some of the cool stuff that's out there. Yeah. Uh, I, I would like to see the Grand Canyon. It's one of the few wondrous monument things that you that I haven't seen live in a living color. Right. Uh, we drove through the Badlands, which was really cool. Uh, I'd like to explore further down that way if, if it would be possible. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I'll that's, tell you, I really loved Texas when I lived there. I've also never been to Texas. You've never? Oh, my God. Oh, Texas was amazing. I lived uh, just outside San Antonio. Like, I can tell you I've been re-watching Friday Night Lights. I want to go in the fall and catch like a legitimate... Like, like six, six a like yeah, like Texas football game right yeah like sign me up yeah that'd be cool. Uh, San Antonio was great. Uh, the Riverwalk, such a great time. Yeah, like the pictures and the videos that you see of like the Riverwalk. Just don't do it justice. Joe, do not do it justice at all. Like it is a great time. Right. Uh, my best memory was we were 
I turned 21 when I was down there. We're stumbling around drunk in downtown San Antonio. We rounded a corner, and all of a sudden, there's the goddamn Alamo. <laughs> oh, jeez. Like, growing up, I always assumed that the Alamo was, like, out in the middle of the desert, in the middle of nowhere somewhere. Nope. Not in the middle of downtown San Antonio. We were very confused because none of us were from the area. Right. Uh, and we round the corner, and there's the fucking Alamo. Like, uh... I didn't remember this, even though they told me to. Like, why is this here? <laughs> like, I didn't know this was That's, in That was San a Antonio. horrible reference on my part. I'm sorry. I need to be better than that. Ugh. So, I mean, I would, I would, I'd go to, I'd go back to Texas in a heartbeat, though. Yeah, there, there are certain things in certain places I would like to see in Texas. Um, I would like to go to New Orleans just for the experience. I don't even need to, I don't even care if it's during Mardi Gras or during right. Halloween, which are the two biggest times of year down there. It would just be cool to go. Yeah. Probably not during hurricane season. No. Uh, yeah, and no. if if the audio of this gets down there somewhere, I yep. we hope everybody's doing well with yeah. with Ida. We've you know obviously heard it's pretty rough, Katrina esque almost yeah. at times. Um, maybe not as bad, but yeah. So um, you know, our thoughts are definitely with anyone who's down in that area that's being affected. So yeah, getting getting hammered by Ida right now. Um, which total sidebar, an interesting story. Do you know that female-named hurricanes have a higher fatality rate than male-named hurricanes? Then stop naming them after fucking women. Well, here's the problem. Do you know why? No. Because female names, they feel, psychologically, are feared less. So they could be like, this will be the worst hurricane ever. This is Hurricane Christine. Yeah, Hurricane Jacqueline is coming. And they'd be like, "Eh, I know Jackie, she's fine. But they're like, yeah, Hurricane Mark coming in and be like, dude, Mark's a badass. Let's go. Like, it, I, I heard that on the news the other day. And I was like, really? Like, I'm sorry. If you're listening to a hurricane and you judge whether or not you vacate by the name, I have other questions. Listen, most people I have some, down there. I have some uh, oceanfront property in Arizona to sell you. Right. Most people down there, <laughs> uh, they don't necessarily listen to what the news or anything is saying. Apparently, this is an actual like thing that FEMA does. To I don't do you do you know about this yet? No. So apparently this is something that FEMA actually does that uh, they judge how bad a storm is going to be by looking at what the local Waffle Houses are doing. <laughs> if Waffle House is still open, it's not going to be that bad. If Waffle House is closed, it's bad. Oh man! And, like the Waffle Houses in. Louisiana are fucking closed right now. The Waffle House Index. Yes. I'm not joking. (laughs) It's a thing. It is a thing. Uh, For those listening at home, the Waffle House Index is an informal metric named after the Waffle House restaurant chain that was used by former administrator Craig Fugate of the Federal Emergency Management Agency, or FEMA, to determine the effect of a storm and the likely scale of assistance required for disaster recovery. Are you kidding like, it, it sounds like something someone would make up, the, but it's not. The index is based on the reputation of Waffle House for having good disaster preparedness and staying open during extreme weather or reopening quickly afterwards. It, and Craig Fugate, who was the former head of FEMA, said, if you get there and Waffle House is closed, it's really bad. <laughs> Like the index has three levels based on the extent of operations and services the restaurant is following. The restaurant has following the storm. Green is full menu. Restaurant has power and damage is limited or no damage at all. Yellow is limited menu. No power or only power from a generator and food supplies may be low. 
Red is the restaurant is closed, indicating severe damage or flooding. That's insane. Yeah. Um, like, it sounds like something someone fucking made up, but it's a real thing. Like, so, FEMA looks at Waffle House to determine how bad something is. Yeah, they... Uh, so, they even used this in... Uh, Related to the to the COVID nineteen pa- uh, pandemic, on March twenty fourth, twenty twenty, Waffle House publicly tweeted, hashtag Waffle House Index Red three sixty five Waffle three hundred sixty five Waffle House restaurants closed one thousand six hundred twenty seven open, specifically identifying the closures as the index red and including a map of its location with the color coded index levels. Overall, in twenty twenty, Waffle House closed at this rate. On April third. 38% of them closed on April 6th, 56% on April 8th, 70, then 72, 78, 99. Uh, that's insane. Like whether yeah. this is, and now a lot of this is off Wikipedia. We understand that anybody can type this up, but like, this is insane. Um, so but like Craig Fugate often says the Waffle House test doesn't just tell us how quickly a business might re- rebound. It also tells us how the larger community is faring. The sooner restaurants, groceries and corner stores and banks reopen, the sooner local economies will start generating revenue again, signaling stronger recovery for that community. The success of the private sector in preparing for and weathering disasters is essential to communities ability to recover in the long run. This is legit. This yeah. is actually legitimate. It sounds like something that I just made up and pulled out of my ass, but it's not. Like, if Waffle House is closed where you're at because a storm is coming, you are fucked. A Freedom of Information Act request response in 2017 included emails saying the Waffle House Index was personal project of Craig Fugate, denying a connection between the Waffle House Index and FEMA's National Business Emergency Operations Center. There were people who were so upset about this. They wanted to know if you are are you not helping us because our Waffle House didn't close. (laughs) Right. It's so bad. Oh my god! See, educational and informative, and we're funny, right, dude? We had we we did we had other co- we had other hosts on the network tell us that they that they like us that they 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 think yeah. we, they think we're funny, so that's good. Um, yeah, that was that was a really good compliment yesterday at true, the fantasy draft. True, that, true story. Like, I've never been are, to a Waffle House. What? Me, me neither. Okay. Yeah, I've never been to one either. We should take a ride. Hey, speaking of fantasy football and Waffle House, before we get back on track here, did you see the? Toilet Bowl challenge, the Toilet Bowl Waffle House challenge. No. So there was a, 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 what a lot of fantasy leagues are doing these days is the last place team gets a punishment. Okay. So like some of your more extreme ones are like, oh, you have to get a tattoo on your ass picked by the other guys in the group or whatever. This one was you had to spend 24 hours in a Waffle House and you could knock an hour off of your stay for every waffle you ate. Yes, I have heard of this. So, and the rules like you could puke, you could go to the bathroom. Um, like they called like you they had they called ahead and made sure like the waffle house knew what was going on and knew the deal that like everything would be paid for. Uh any like they would help clean up if they, if the guy threw up at the table for whatever reason and the like people have done it and it's become a thing now. I am not recommending it. I'm saying I could do well in it. I could house some waffles at the Waffle House. Yeah, because like it's one waffle. So like, if you got to be there for 24 hours, I could easily knock. I could eat a waffle an hour for 12 hours. Right. Yeah, exactly. I could easily eat a waffle an hour for 12 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I could I could probably start out with like two or three waffles. And then. I mean, and, and yeah, like eat two at a time and then give yourself a, like a four hour break. Right. Eat two or three at a time. 
take a two-hour break, eat three more. Guess what? You've been there for four hours and you've knocked six hours off? Right. Okay. Just eat two waffles like every two hours. Yeah. Yeah, I listen. I'm not even do like one an hour. Do well, like, two waffles every two hours, and you'll only be there for twelve. Th- this is one of the more creative like punishments for a last place finish in fantasy that I've heard. There's a lot of boring ones. Um, one of the leagues that I'm in is, does the last place team gets to be sticker bitch for the next draft, which is the worst job in, in the world. I know. I uh, I sticker bitched my own team, and yeah, I was ready but to shoot myself by the end. This this league. Is usually like you walk up and you stick like put put the sticker up of your own guy for each draft pick and then go people are like who'd you pick who'd you pick so we decided the sticker bitch uh, rule was going to be in place this year uh, I'll let you know how it goes tomorrow but yeah because uh, the guy that's doing it I don't think he knows he's doing it or he thinks it's a joke it's, <laughs> it's definitely not so yeah that'll be fun but um back on track back on track so where would you where where's the place that you would want to go the most outside of the u.s uh pretty much just europe in general uh not even anywhere specific i would love to like be able to take a month and just travel around europe hit up you know start in like london i then hit up france and paris and so you want to see london you want to see france i want to see your underpants okay i'm just making sure we're on the same page yeah okay yeah um no, I would love I would love to go just all over Europe. Like and like as morbid as it sounds, I would love to go to Germany to see like Auschwitz just to That's see that's like, not morbid, that's history. The, like that just, that's that that's a learning yeah. thing. Like I would I would love to see it just to understand the impact and yeah, see to understand the gravity. Like it's the same thing like I would it would be cool as hell to go tour Chernobyl. Right, which you can actually do. Right. Like, I don't want to go because, like, it was a tragedy. Like, I just want I like, it'd be cool to see. Right. Um, We will talk about, like, creepiest places we've ever been. And I have a great story. Like, I, I didn't want to go here because it was, like, cool or awesome or edgy. Like, I wanted to see it just because, like, when I heard about it, I was like, what? Right. So, yeah, that's totally a thing. Um, I appreciate that. I do. Uh, I I have no interest in going to Europe. I don't know why. See, I'm a history guy, so like I like seeing historical places. Like I would love to go around the Mediterranean and see like Greece and Rome and see now like there. I, I think part of like it that part of it for me is the touristy side of it. I don't want to go see the Eiffel Tower. I don't want to go see Big Ben. I don't want to go right. Like, I want to go if I'm going to go somewhere. I want to go somewhere cool somewhere off the beaten path somewhere that you know you're gonna go and not be surrounded by a bunch of other people who are doing the same exact thing right. you're doing and then like have to worry about like the two or four two or four people that are working there be like oh fucking americans like right no i want to go and i want to like see what it would be like to live there like to be yeah. part of it to be around it like that to me would be the journey like that like that that type of trip to europe i would be in for the, the touristy thing is just not, I don't know, it's just not my cup of tea. Like it's, That's part of the reason, like, the New York City and Las Vegas thing don't do it for me. Like, right. I, if I never go to Disney again, I don't really care. See, like, I've never been to Disney. I've been to Universal, which, but the only time I went there was we went for Halloween Horror Nights, which I would go. Was really fun. Let's be honest. I'll end up going back to Disney probably when I have kids. Right. Like, because you're going to take your kids to Disney. I went once when I was a kid. I fondly remember it from the, like, you know, when I was four. So, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I just, it's not something that I'm like, oh my God, I want to go. But, but, yeah, but a lot I'm of it, like, I either. don't like people. I, okay, I like people. I don't like large crowds yeah. unless I'm at a Bills game because then I'm with 70,000 of my best friends. Right. But that's different. Yeah. Yeah, I, like, I would be the dude at Disney or at, like uh, some of these like international tourist spots that would just be like, move before I throw you off this tower. Like, I it just, I don't have patience for people. I don't have right. patience for your screaming children. I don't have patience for your, uh, like, the okay, so Niagara Falls is... I a, hate Niagara is, Falls. Like, it, it's a tourist spot. Like, the falls itself, going to the ditch with the running water that goes over the hill, is a tourist trap right here in our backyard. Which it's hilarious to think that it's it's one of the seven wonders of the world. It's one of the seven natural live, wonders of the world. We live twenty five minutes from it, and we're just like, "Fuck Niagara Falls." Well, and now here's the thing: I was just there for a wedding, as I said earlier. Uh, congratulations to Mister and Mrs. Kelm. Uh, that would be the quote king, aka the stat man, on two of our our, our other shows here. And uh, him and his lovely wife just got married, and they were near the falls taking pictures, and. There was a point where, like, they're like the the photographers were like, "Okay, every like we just need the bride and groom now. Everybody else can go." So, like, you guys can get, it's hot. You can get back on the bus. So we got back on the bus, and like fifteen minutes passed, and we're like, "What are they doing?" And they get back on the bus, and my man looks at me like, "Definitely could have used a big guy." And I'm like, "Why?" And he goes, "We were trying to take these last couple pictures. Like, we took three pictures after you guys left, but people were just so like rude and ignorant." They'd be like, guys, can we like take like give us like five seconds to get this picture and we'll be out of your way. And people just kept walking through the shot. Oh, Jesus. And like, that's the stuff I can't stand. Yeah. I want to see cool stuff, but I don't want to see it with other people in my way. See, I worked on an ambulance up in Niagara Falls for years, so I had to deal with a lot of those tourists. Well, uh, and, and that's and different, like, too. Was, I mean, it was we, terrible. You know, between you and the ambulance, me and day camp, like we've both seen kind of the scourge of the world at yeah. times. And, like, you, you see people in sometimes in some of the worst situations when you do those things. But, like, as a whole, like, if I'm going to enjoy something, I want to enjoy it. I don't want to, like, right. I don't want to remember getting annoyed at that dude who made it so I, like, struggled to see the thing I wanted to see. I just want to see the thing I want to see and enjoy right. it. Like, which is why I would rather go somewhere and, like, that's not a huge tourist trap. That's not going to be overrun with people and enjoy it and just see it like it is every day, not like it is every day for mm-hmm. the tourists that are there to, to look again. I don't really care about the Eiffel Tower. I don't really care about some of these like huge monuments to be like, oh, we're going to go to France. And we're going to see the Eiffel Tower. Like, I don't give, I don't care. Yeah. Like, no, I want to see mountains. I want to see me, the people I'm with, the people who are showing me around and not a soul for miles. Right. And then we're going to eat local fare and drink local beer. And I'm going to have a grand old time. Yes. <laughs> like, sign me up. I I want Icelandic sheep shit whiskey. Yeah. So that, I would oh that's another place. I would love to go to like that would that's my spot. Iceland, Norway. Yep, that would be my spot. Would be somewhere up yonder over there. Yeah. Me and you would fit in very well. Uh, we we think that, but then they'd probably look at you fucking Americans. But that's beside the point. I'm actually learning how to speak uh, Norwegian right now. Ooh, look yes. at you. Not that it's gonna do me any good, except if I get good enough at it, like if someone's annoying me, I can just start talking Norwegian just, just and swearing at them in Norwegian. Them, uh, they'll have no idea what I'm saying. Uh, but, you know, even if I went over there, it really wouldn't do me much good because 99% of them speak English anyways. Right. So 
But like, it's just it's one of those things that I decided I want to. I want to go. I want to learn. I want to go. I want to see it. I want to learn how to speak Norwegian. So I downloaded Duolingo, and I'm like three days in. Nice. Yeah, I um, that would be a cool place. That would be a cool thing to see. Um, obviously, I have a propensity for the Norse culture. Yeah, me too. And people of the North. Um, so yeah. I think that's that's probably why me and you bonded so well so quickly. Yeah, right off the bat, like that and Letterkenny. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm surprised we've gone as far as we have in the show without overly quoting Letterkenny, but it's also not overly appropriate all the time. No. So, uh, yeah, uh, I would love to go there. I would love to see the sites. Uh, my cousin went la- or two years ago, I think. Uh, they said it, like it's really interesting because like, if you don't like the local fair, you're going to spend a lot of money. Where in, in Iceland? Yeah, because like you're going to go and be like, he goes, if you like, he was telling me he's like, you get that inkling of like, I want a burger. That burger's going to cost you 46 bucks because yeah. they don't have cows. Right. So they're importing beef to for your burger. And, he yeah. goes, and it might look like, he goes, depending on where you are, it could look like the greatest burger you ever had, or it might look like a McDouble. And it, right. like, and, and like you could go to the same place twice in a month and it would look one way one time, one way the next time. You they, you just don't I'm, know what they're going to I'm the in. type of person, though, if I'm going somewhere, I'm doesn't matter if I want a burger or not, I'm getting the local fare. Like so to try it. Well, so interestingly enough, um, a guy that we tailgate with was he went over there on a trip, and whether it was him, his wife, somebody, either him or his wife or both went over there on a trip, and they brought back Icelandic whiskey. Ooh, uh, not so much. No. So. We read the we were reading the bottle after we did a shot of it. And we were all kind of like, "Ooh, this will be cool!" Like, "Oh, a cool looking bottle," and it had like, uh, you know, it had the the besieger on it and stuff like that. Like, "Oh, this is really cool!" Like, it looks like Viking whiskey. And then we tasted it and we we're like, "Ugh, that is that is potent. That is strong." And then we read the bottle. It was uh, distilled in a sheep bladder. Mm. So it is like so we jokingly called it sheep shit whiskey. And the first time anybody came well, to the tailgate, it'd be more like sheep piss whiskey. We sheep shit just sounds better. Yeah, it um, rolls off the tongue better. But so we and and maybe it wasn't the bladder. Maybe it was another like whatever. For whatever reason, we called it sheep shit whiskey, and it became a thing that like <laughs> we wanted the bottle, but we didn't want what was in it. But right. at the same time, like we weren't like we're not one to just Waste dump alcohol. it out. Like especially that's because al- like it was that, a gift. That's like, real alcohol abuse. It, it was like it was a gift. So we have like the guys that we tailgate with, uh, we give them I say we, it's really the two guys that kind of run the tailgate that we're all part of, give them give the Canadians a thing of pumpkin spiced rum. Yeah. And they give us maple maple Canadian whiskey. Ooh. Which we then do shots of and call it breakfast. Yes. Because it tastes like a stack of pancakes. Perfect. This was a gift. He was like, yeah, I traveled. He goes, I got one for me. I got one for you guys, like, figured for the tailgate. So we were like, cool, great, awesome. And then we tried it, and we were like, this bottle's really cool, but we don't want this anymore. <laughs> so it became a rite of passage. You come over to have a drink with us. You got to have some sheep shit whiskey. Right. And then it became a thing like, oh, I ain't doing that. Like, all right, fine, I'll do it with you. So we ended up drinking it anyway because that's who we are. Right. Um, You know, I'm I'm the put up or shut up guy. So like, if I'm gonna say you got to do a shot of this, like "Mm, you won't do it. Like I already did it. Well, you won't do it again. Okay, here we go, buddy. Let's go. Uh, But yeah, you know what alcohol I really want to get my hands on? What's that? 
uh, and I'm pretty sure this got confiscated by some government somewhere. Uh, they made vodka from potatoes grown in the exclusion zone of Chernobyl. Oh, my God. Radioactive vodka. Apparently, the radioactivity was low enough that it was safe for human consumption. But not recommended. But, like, government agencies, like, I think they shipped a bunch of it to, like, the UK or something like that. Because that's where, like, their distributor was. Well, and let, let's, and let's get, talk about, like, confiscated. let's talk about things that are safe for human consumption. Like, just because right. you can doesn't mean you should. Right. I wouldn't drink you, it. You probably can survive jumping through a table. Doesn't mean you should. Bunch right. Of, like Bill, Bills fans prove that every week. Right. No, you, not, you, you can get hit by a bus. You probably shouldn't, but you can. I'm not saying I was going to drink it. I just wanted the bottle of it to say, like, I have a bottle of vodka that was grown I, from potatoes I, from Chernobyl. I have some nuclear vodka. Don't tempt me or I'm going to spike the punch at the wedding. <laughs> Why is everyone glowing? <laughs> Turn on blacklight. This is going to be sweet. Yeah. I'm starting my own rave. Uh, Vodka-powered rave parties, bro. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, the the like, the like Norse region would be 100%. I also think it would be cool to go to, like, the mountains of Japan. Like, I don't want to, like, same thing. I don't want to go to Tokyo. Right. I don't want to, like, but I, I, I'm I'm versed in enough in and have been around the martial arts culture my whole life. It would be cool to go to, like, some remote Japanese dojo dojo and, right. and train for a month. Like that would be cool. Yeah. I would like, um, I don't know who knows. I might walk up and they'd be like sumo schools up the road, big boy. I, I don't know, but that'd be cool too. But the, <laughs> I, the, the, I've, I've seen the training videos. Uh, don't laugh. I don't know if we'd survive. What for sumo school, dude. Oh, I know. Like I, I watched They're big boys, but yeah. they will fuck you up. Yeah. I watched a dude who could like, you're, you, by like your first week or two, you have to be able to do a full split. And if you can't, they will have two full tilt Yokozunas come over and push you down until you go down, which means whether it's rip, pop, snap, or you just get down there one way or another. Yeah. For being such big boys, they are eerily flexible. They, they move. I am astonished that there hasn't been enough, like more crossover between sumo and professional football and the offensive line. Right. Because Dundishka. Yeah. That's replacements references for those who play a home game. I fucking love that movie. Oh, I know. It's so good. He bounces it off the 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 other guy's helmet. It lands into the, holy shit, holy shit, run, holy shit, holy shit. <laughs> and then and then you have the, the, the infinite wisdom of John Madden. I love to watch a fat guy score. Why? Well, because you get to watch a fat guy run. Then you get a fat guy spike. Then you get a fat guy dance. That's replacement football. Like uh, uh, that's probably That's probably one of my favorite sports movies. It's definitely up there for me. Yeah. Um, it makes it makes me mad that it didn't go further in our uh, hat stats and stats greatest right. Greatest like, I sports saw, I bra- thought, uh, movie I bracket. I thought but, Shane Falco was going to go a lot further than that. Yeah, we had to did. we had to pull the plug on that. Facebook stopped doing polls, and I don't want to do the whole. Is like, that why it ended? Yeah, the uh, Facebook killed it. Uh, <sighs> Facebook killed God the the poll button. Yeah, because um, you guys were down to like the... We were getting to the Elite Eight. We yeah. were like one poll away from the Elite Eight. Yeah, it's very upsetting. Um, uh, fucking Facebook. Yeah, they suck. So um, I, I'm going I'm to get zucked for that. It's not. This isn't even on Facebook. I'm going to get zucked for saying Facebook sucks. But uh, yeah, I mean, I would definitely go... I would definitely eat rice. I would imagine that eating rice with chopsticks would not be easy. But I would try. 
I wouldn't. I don't but think like, I'd be I, able to. I would. I, I would I lose weight I, oh, really I would fucking fast and in I, Japan like, I, because I, I can't use chopsticks. Like, I've I'm, tried. I'm not a big fish fan, and there's a like a lot of their food is fish based, and I don't well, I know really you're allergic like to like seafood. I'm, I'm allergic to shellfish. Oh, it's just shellfish. Yes. Okay, I didn't know if that. Like, like, I, listen, I love fish fry. Okay, but I don't think they do that over there. No. <laughs> so like when you told me that, like I. I just I didn't know if that applied just to like shellfish or if it was just no like and and that and that to me would be some of the toughest parts about traveling abroad and wanting to be part of like the like diving into the culture would be some of the local fare and whether or not it would agree with you because obviously the American diet is not standard throughout Europe and the rest of the world. Uh, I'm going to throw it out there that uh, maybe this is the part of me that has a slight death wish at times, but Australia is on my list. Everything in Australia wants to kill you. Yes. And I want to go hang out with it. There's a, a TikTok I follow. It's a, a bar in Australia. And there's this like one really friendly kangaroo that they like in the bar. <laughs> like they like let him in the bar. And uh, I'll try to find it after this episode. Okay. After we're done and show you. But like it's hilarious. I listen. Here's the problem. I wholeheartedly believe that I would enjoy Australia. Yeah. And I have a feeling that Australia would enjoy me until I went to that bar, had one too many shots and tried to fight the kangaroo. Yeah. And then I would be in ever I would be in your Twitter bio. Like because I would be the I would be the asshole that just just the right number of uh fosters. There were just 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 one too many fosters and all of a sudden somebody's I don't know, I don't know why I sounded like I was from Boston just there. But uh yeah, it would be like, no, oh, you big bitch, you wouldn't fight a kangaroo. Where's that kangaroo? I'll fight him right now. Let's go. And then I the got kangaroo will whoop the shit out of you. Yeah, and then I you know, I got clapped by uh Rue's older brother. That's a Winnie the Pooh reference yes, I know. for those playing the home game. Um <laughs> I do I do love peppering pop culture into these episodes. Yeah. Um I, I, I haven't like sang yet. I would like to go to Australia. I, think I would fun. not want to hang out with Australia spiders. No, fuck big. that. Fuck that. Like, this is why I'm glad, like, I never deployed when I was in the military because the videos those guys come back with, of uh, you literally need to, like, flip your bed over and shake out all your sheets before you get in them at night. And when you get up in the morning, before you put your clothes on, you need to shake them all out and shake your boots out because the fucking spiders over there are the size of, like, a dinner plate. Yeah. And those Fuck are the, that. The, those are just the small ones. Fuck that. Yeah, buddy, I would burn I, that place to the ground. Yeah, I like if a spider that size, like if I found a spider that size in this house, we would grab the cats and leave, and I wouldn't tell her why, and she'd be like, "What? Where are we going?" And be like, "It's okay. The spider lives there now." And we, I would just throw light light a match on the way out. Yeah, <laughs> and just hope for this, the best. This is the spider's house now. Yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna light every candle in the house, and so we gotta go. Yep. Why? Uh, just pray. Oops. <laughs> yeah. Um. But like, I mean, they have things in Australia that they don't have in the rest of the world. Uh, like Tasmanian devils. Yes. Speaking of, I would love to go to New Zealand too. Yeah. I listened to a a podcast of a radio show that's uh basically like their their evening like drive home radio show that they do. Uh. It's fucking hilarious, and I love listening to it because I love getting um, opinions on world events from outside of 
like the United States perspective. Okay. You know, just to see what, what like other countries like Australia and Europe, what they're saying and stuff like that about the same events that we're, we're currently watching and stuff. It's, it's actually very interesting to hear different countries' opinions on things. That's totally fair. Plus, they're fucking hilarious. So, um, while you were telling us that story, I typed into the Google machine, Australia's deadliest animals. Oh, boy. Here's the best part. Australia, so, <laughs> flat earthers believe that Australia doesn't exist. They believe that it Wait, is. Wait, that's a thing? Yes. They believe that it is a bunch of NASA paid actors and actresses who are trying to perpetuate the conspiracy of a round earth. Australia is its own continent because it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. Right. And it's small. It's the smallest of the continents to my knowledge. Yes. It's, it's damn close if it's not. Yeah. Um, Wait, quick geography lesson. North America, South America, Europe, Asia, Africa. India, Australia. No, India is not a continent. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Shut up. That's a country. <laughs> Antarctica. Yes. Wait, there's, there's seven continents, right? And then Australia. Yeah. <laughs> we sound really dumb right now. Fuck, if my fifth grade teacher could hear me right now. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so Australia is a continent. We all know this. Uh, they also have the most animals with the most deadly animals. Now, if I were to ask you how many, like, how many would be a lot of deadly animals? Deadly animals? Deadly animals. I mean, any animal is deadly. Right. I mean, your chances of your cat killing you is low, but never zero. So, I don't know. If I had to put a number on how how many is a lot, probably 500, 600. Okay. So, I just pulled up a list of the deadliest animals in the U.S. Okay. It's a top 10. Okay. Alligator, cougars. Coyotes and wolves, spiders, scorpions, bees and fire ants, bears, wild boars, snakes, and then in one group, sharks, stingrays, and Portuguese Portuguese man of war. That's the top ten list for the U.S. What the fuck's a Portuguese man of war? Really big jellyfish. Oh, okay. Um. So I was like, we don't have fucking pirate ships anymore. What the fuck are they talking about a man of war? No. So you type in, uh, you pull up the same type of list for Australia. Yeah. And they ranked the top 30. Oh, God. Uh, the box jellyfish. The honeybee. Honeybee. Okay. Rated 9 of 10. Uh, I don't know what a arukandage is. An arukanji? Sure. Probably don't want to meet it, though. I'm going to open it in a link. I'll tell you in a minute. Uh, the bull shark. The eastern brown snake. Saltwater crocodile. The Sydney funnel web spider, mm. blue ringed octopus, coastal tapion, common death adder. Mm-hmm. It's in the name. Yeah. It's number 10. <laughs> Cone shells, spotted brown snake, mulga snake, red bellied black snake, tiger shark, tiger snake. Yeah, because those, because, those because fucking... if, if shark and snake weren't bad enough, we had to add tiger to it. Yeah. Like those brown snakes are no fucking joke. The great white. 
Yeah. Where's number, that rank? Number 17. Jesus Christ. Yellow-bellied sea snake. The blue bottle. I don't know what that is, but I want to know. The common lionfish, as opposed to the uncommon or uncanny lionfish. Yes. Colette snake. The highland copperhead. A, a snake that, like, something that makes our top 10. Yeah. Number 22. <laughs> the Indian tapian, because the other one is worse. The redback spider. The reef stonefish. The smooth toadfish. The blue-bellied black snake, because they Fish make don't snakes. have toes, though. Not toes. Not like phalanges on your feet. Like toad. Like oh, a rivet. Okay. Okay. Like a ribbit fish, like smooth, a frog fish. The smooth toad fish. Like yes. a, okay. Not a smooth toad fish. I'm like, a smooth but a fucking toad fish doesn't fish. have toes. <laughs> God uh, damn it, I'm an idiot. Number 28. Only rated a 5 out of 10. The Australian paralysis tick. Yep. It's rated, like, they, they rated these things like out of how 10. deadly they are. Like, it's a like a 1 to 5, like, 1 is not deadly, 5. Oh, no, it's is, out of 10. 10, 10, like one is not deadly, 10, 10 is, is very ten, deadly. 10 is it will fucking, it'll end your day. Number 28 at a 5 out of 10 for Australia is called the Australian Paralysis Tick. Then the bull ant and rounding out the top 30s, the giant centipede. You want to know how messed up this is? There's like four things on this list that are bigger than my foot and that's yeah. it. Everything else is tiny. Yeah. Uh, At least the big shit that wants to kill you, you can see it coming. So the Iru Kaji, whatever the hell it is, uh, is a jellyfish. Ah. Uh, let's see. Well, that one didn't open anything. Oh, the blue bottle is also a jellyfish. So they just have everything. So everything in the water there wants not, to kill you. I'm not going in the fucking water if we go to Australia. Right. Thank God I don't like beaches. Because yeah, me neither. I'm like picking I, sand on my ass for the next two weeks. Like, and really, I mean, all of those things, they, they just like, hey, welcome to Australia. Don't die. Right. Like, that, that's got to be the citizenship citizenship test. Live here for a month. Don't die. Right. Like, you survive a month, you're a citizen. Oh, my God. Because the worst part is, you know what else wants to kill you in Australia? The people. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It, beautiful place you're probably not gonna live if you go there the only way the locals survive is they know what the fuck they're looking for <laughs> and they just call it the bush hey where'd that yank go hey he's out in the bush well it's good knowing him <laughs> right Gee. australia's the texas of continents <laughs> <laughs> Without any guns, though. No shit. <laughs> they are the Texas of the world without no, they any just, guns. They just carry big fucking knives everywhere they go. Oh so much so that made it that made it into a movie. Oh my god, Dundee, he, he's got a knife. That's not a knife. This is a knife, right? <laughs> it's a fucking machete. Oh god, so good. Uh, so good. I would love to go to Australia and go to the. Um, the Australian zoo that uh, Steve Irwin was at that his family now runs. That would be cool. Also, do you think they have American? What would be the equivalent of a lion? Like, do you think like, do you think Africa, how we have African lion safaris here? Do you think they have like 
American moose extravaganzas in Africa? I don't know. Well, you know how Australia originally started, right? <laughs> yes. It was a... It was a, uh, a criminal colony. Yeah. 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 They would ship the criminals from London yeah. and drop them off in England and be like, all right, you got to work here for two years or whatever your sentence is. And if you survive, then you can leave. If we let you. If we let you. And then they <laughs> you, just you, kept... You, you can leave or live here freely. Right. <laughs> Jesus. Well, um, that'll about wrap up this hodgepodge of an episode. For us not having a plan until we sat down with put the microphones in front of us, this wasn't bad. It was pretty funny. Yeah. So uh, I think we do our best work when we kind of shoot from the hip sometimes. We, we might. We definitely might. Although uh, you may have set a new land record for the word fuck this episode. Just throwing it out there. I could say it again. Please don't. Um, I'll do it again. I'll do it again. <laughs> Want to see me say the F word a lot? Beep, 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 beep. Want to see me do it again? <laughs> um, so... Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. This has been a, another episode of Common Debauchery. Common Debauchery is part of the BACBP Radio Network, www.bacbp-radio.com slash common Uh You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Amazon Music, and anywhere else you get your awesome podcast, oozy, juicy ear juice from. Uh, as always, like, follow, share, subscribe. Find us on Facebook. I'm going to start being better and better about posting discussion topics, cool things, uh, especially now that we're getting into spooky season. Starting next week, we're going to dive into the wild, fun, and awesome world of spooky stuff to get ready for our favorite holiday slash lifestyle choice of Halloween. And, like, we're not going to be shooting from the hip. Like, we already have the topics and everything, like, set that we're talking about. Some of them might uh, require a little bit of research on our part uh, just to get some facts right for you guys and stuff, but... Uh, we already know what we're doing. Uh, you guys are really going to enjoy the next two months. Yeah, and we are coming in hot with it. So uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. As always, check out the BACBP Radio Network and all the awesome podcasts and content creators on it, including my other shows, Hats, Tats, and Stats, Tip of the Cap, and The Producers. Also check out our monthly uh, conglomerate episode of the Network Sports Talk Show with me and four other awesome hosts talking about anything and everything under the sun in the world of sports. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We will catch you next week. And... Uh, I'm the Nightmare. And I'm Ron Jack. And this has been Common Common Debauchery. Debauchery.